get freaky and feel you Girl, I want the sexiest heels for you We gon' turn it up Hello everybody and welcome back to the She Said What She Said podcast With your favorite best friend duo Alright, B. Nicole Oh my god, and Daria Nicole, hi! What's up, everybody? You know, in that TikTok, you talk about I go crackhead energy. That was very much so crackhead energy. Well, yeah. Well, well. Yeah. We all have our days. Everybody has their days. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody knows what what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. <sighs> Channel your inner Hannah Montana. Damn, I just showed my age, huh? Pray for you tonight. Woo! That used to be my show, though, Hannah Montana. I used to want to live a double life so bad. Look at her. Look at her. Me too. It's funny because people always say like they feel like I live a double life. They're like, "Wait, this is Britney outside of work, and this is Britney at work." And I'm like, "Well, I know how to be professional, but when I'm out of work, I don't have to be professional." (laughs) And they're like, "You live like a double life," and I'm like. I guess. I don't know. I guess. Maybe y'all just need to mind your business. Mind your business. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Next caller. Exactly. (laughs) I had people say that to me when I was in the Navy. They're like, wow, you do all that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you say anything? Why would I? What does it matter? Right. Why would I do that? Are Are you shopping with me? Oh, okay, then. I don't. What do I, what do we need to have the conversation about? Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. So speaking of work, right? I know you made just like, okay. So speaking of work, I know you made a big career change. I just want to know like, how have you been handling it? How have you been feeling? How's your you know mental health going on with the work changes and all that stuff? You know what I'm saying? Oh, not just me. You made a huge career change as well. Yeah, you're right. You're but right. for me, um, a lot of people may or may not know, I was a hairdresser for about six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I always feel so old when I say that because, like, bro, I was for six or seven years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I managed two hair salons. Um, and it's not again to the point where it wasn't. I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Like, I felt like I was genuinely going to work. And so, um, I kept saying, I'm like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And then one day. Got to find a way to make this money up. Get my money up. (laughs) I was like, no, not even get my money up. I was like, I just need to get out of here. Like, I just, oh. You ever see that one? No. I got to think of a way to get my money Oh, this money by tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, sell your car. It's like, sell your B-Money. It's like. It's like, so my BMO. Um, but one day I was literally miserable at work scrolling on my phone. And my friend Laura, she ended up posting, like, she had posted a status, like, hey, anybody looking for a job? And so I was like, hey, like, what's up? Like, um, and she, I was like, do you need, like, what do I need? And so she was like, send me your resume. Literally the next day I got a phone call and they were like, oh, like we want to interview and not you, you. And I was like, whoa, like that mm. was, that was quick. That was quick. That Literally. Was quick. I'm going within fast. That first, yeah. She was like, your resume looks amazing. She was like, can you interview tomorrow? And I was like, no, but yes, I can. <laughs> 
And so I literally interviewed the next day and literally it was like a huge career change. I went from doing hair to working in the medical field. And Okay, B. Okay. Bye. And so yeah, started working in the medical field, worked in, you know, cardiology for a while. Wow, then, cardiology. Then I had to come play dibble dabble in the in the, the plastic, plastic surgery. surgery. <laughs> But no, like even like moving from cardiology to plastic surgery, yo, I love my job. Like it's 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 dope. I see some of the dopest stuff. I've learned a lot about the body and the stuff that I still don't like blood though. Nah, I'm all set. But no, like I'm like I can like I know I definitely I'm able to handle blood. Like if if you've seen half of the stuff that I see now, mm-hmm. I'm good. Like I'd be looking at stuff, I'd be like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> he just lost his fingers. That's it. Uh, yeah, like just the fingers. Like it's just, it's just a little fingers. Yeah, I'm like, oh, they just put it back on. Like as long as you keep the hands. Like if you say if somebody like cuts the top of their hand off, if you put it on ice, they can reconnect it. Mm-hmm. As long as they they don't like as long as it doesn't get cut like a certain spot, they they're able to reattach it. Um, but yeah, even moving from there to there, like I love where I'm at now. So let's just dive back, you know, when we, Brittany, was in high school, did you know that you wanted to be a cosmetologist? Yes. So I've always wanted to be a hairdresser, like, since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom used to buy me, like, the Barbie heads, and I might used to, like, sit your tears still. Like, I used to, yo, I used to fight my Barbie. You used to the damn Barbie dolls yes. around. I used to, like, sit down, <laughs> sit still, like, yanking her hair. Um, but yeah, since I was a kid, but... My grandmother, who everyone literally tells me I'm just like, she had a hair salon. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like certain certain parts of her were Obviously. reincarnated in me, I feel yeah. like. And medical field was not in your cards. At all. Back then. At all. Right. So now you being in it, like, I know you say you feel great now and you're happy you made the switch, but what do you think... What is the medical field or your career change in general allowing you to do now as a person? Oh, I feel like it has allowed me to, I don't want to say, it has made me thankful for, you know, a lot of things because I see what people go through mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I thought I was ever having a bad day and this person's going through this, this, and this. Like, it's... It's definitely made me care for people more. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I didn't care for people before, but it it, it puts it put a little soft spot in me. Mm-hmm. Like in sometimes like patients, they make me cry. Mm. Where it's like they're just they're so happy of like what I did for them, what I made like what I made happen for them, and like it makes me emotional. Like where I'm like, oh my gosh, like. I made this person's day like they needed this mm-hmm. like and that's it, beautiful it makes me it makes me happy oh my gosh it makes me happy. almost sounds like you need a hug no I don't need a hug all right whatever <laughs> maybe a Reese's something oh yeah I have three more in my you ate that one already yeah I finished it oh I thought it was just sitting back there no I got three more in my purse oh I wish you got the Reese's pieces oh my god those are so good I know my sister's home and that's all she's eating right now. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like now I'm craving it. Along with other things. We love cravings. I sure do. I've been craving a lot of stuff lately, so. <laughs> Me too. 
I'm always craving shit. Oh my gosh. And my cravings are so bad. If I crave something, I'll get out of my bed. Right. And go like now. I'll just no, like it's bad. I remember one I almost cried because Walgreens closes near me at midnight now. Mm -hmm. And it was like twelve thirty. And I really like I needed it. Mm -hmm. And they didn't <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? You're close. <laughs> I discovered this new restaurant and they make their sweet their waffle sweet their sweet potato waffle fries a certain way it's they obviously they fry them up but then they coat them with brown sugar, sugar. cinnamon mm -hmm. cinnamon sugar and they serve it with honey mm -hmm. oh my gosh i've never seen that before i was like oh I got a, I got my butt up and went and got some like as soon as they were open i was like like <laughs> um like 10 minutes oh, okay yeah nah i've had those times where like i'll never forget it was like four o'clock in the morning one time and i was craving pickles and ice cream mm. pickles and ice cream <laughs> from mcdonald's and i was like nah something's wrong with me something's wrong something's wrong something's wrong it's not right there and something's i was like right i was like pickles and ice cream at four o'clock in the morning and best believe i drove to mcdonald's four o'clock in the morning and when i got to the window i got too scared to order it so then i just drove off oh my gosh that was probably the day the ice ice cream machine was actually working too but like i was like how do i order ice cream at four o'clock in the morning and then be like hey can i have like just a side of pickles like can i have a cup of pickles please? i would have did it they would have looked at you crazy but hey it's four in the morning sorry <laughs> it was literally four o'clock it was at four thirty. <laughs> Mushua on my head and all that. <laughs> all right, so like, how did your, how did you feel with your career changes? How did I feel? So, uh, for the ones that don't know, I joined the military, the United States Navy, uh, number one branch. Come on now. Uh, I joined right after high school, and I was in the Navy for about six and a half years. And then I was like, when I first joined, I was like, I'm only here for four years that's it but then an opportunity presented itself and i was like okay i will i'm gonna re-up and i'm going to be stationed in boston and i was so happy because i was able to work um, in my hometown and i was also able to be near my family which is what i wanted or at least that's what i thought i wanted i realized being in the navy had a lot of perks benefits all that all the great stuff and it also allowed me to network but on contrary, it was like, I felt when I was in the Navy, like I was, I was excelling. I, I was promoted faster than most. Um, I know that's right. <laughs> and I achieved a lot of medals and awards and I was in charge of an entire division in the Boston area. I know so, that's right. Yeah. So i felt like i wasn't appreciated in the navy at this time i was a recruiter and I, w I felt like i wasn't appreciated i felt like my work really wasn't i wouldn't say like yeah i received an award but i felt like it just was like a oh here's an award like to shut you up but it wasn't like a like yeah we like, wow, really you did see that. you right 
uh, I, I felt like my the appreciation wasn't there. I felt like the award was just, you know, here you go so you can be quiet. And I felt like I really truly felt like they knew that I was disposable and I could be replaced at any time. And that's how I felt. So I was like, you know what? I was really, I was considering re-enlisting and I was really considering signing off for another three, four years or whatever. But I was like, you know, I am doing really well but I don't think I want to like remain, I don't want to get complacent here and then I don't even like pursue my own dream. So I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? I've been putting in so many hours with the Navy. I'm like, I'm going to take my, take my talents, my ambition, my drive, all that good stuff. And I'm going to take it and put it into me. I'm going to pour into my cup because I was pouring into Uncle Sam's cup for <laughs> over five years. And it was like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. So I made the change. I am now into the digital content creating industry and I'm also in the real estate game and I don't know I feel like working for myself just allows like for me to express myself in a different way yeah. meaning through through my job which doesn't even feel like a job at the end of the day and like you said I think in a previous episode if you what's the saying if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. There you go. That's the one, girl. So, yeah. So, that's how I'm feeling now. And it's like, wow. Like, I'm glowing. My skin's glowing. My <laughs> hair's growing. Man, listen. I was looking at my face in the mirror the other day. I was like, God damn, <laughs> not a blemish is on your face, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, Stressing wow. who out? Right. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, somebody else's daughter. Because not me. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like, wow. Like. I do miss the Navy, of course. Like, I miss the travel. I miss the people that I've met. I do still talk to a few people that I met in my Navy career. I also miss the camaraderie that the Navy was able to, like, bring each other together that you're actually working with. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, in the civilian sector, it's, like, it's not like that. Like, you go to work and that's it. And then everybody just goes home to their kids. And it's, like, all right. Same for the Navy, but they also, like, not forced us, but forced us to be like a one. A family. Right. And it felt good. So I do miss that part. I miss a few other things. Can't really say. Oh, and I miss, you know, we definitely got sent to training, but we weren't actually working. So we just got paid for nothing. So. <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> I definitely want to have like a little like. Salon. Like a little salon. Like, yeah, I just want a little salon. Like mm -hmm. just to just. Just in case I want to do hair. Because, I mean, I still do hair sometimes. But I only do it for, like, select people. Because it's, like, first of all, I don't even have time. <laughs> so, I'm literally, I don't have time to be doing hair. Uh -huh. But I'm I'm making time to be able to do your hair. Right. So, yeah, eventually. But I do miss it some days. Mm -hmm. But then I just started doing my hair and I'm like, mm, I'm over it. I'm over it. Like, I was cutting my hair the other night. I was like... And I was like, mm, I really don't, I don't miss it that much. Once I started doing it, I'm like, and then I looked at the floor and I was like, oh, I cut a lot of hair off. <laughs> but I feel so for anybody that is looking into like making that career change, mm -hmm. I say do it. Honestly, I say Definitely. do it. Because every company, you, there's, there's another person behind you that's ready, locked, ready, resume in hand, ready to go. They're going to hire them. Yeah. So. I say do it. 
and i think that when you do do it i think that you are going to feel as if a weight was just lifted off your shoulders kind of like us and you may not see like the bigger picture at the moment but once you do it you'll you'll see it and you'll feel it yeah. and then everything in your life will just fall in line oh, it's in true, line. and it's like wow like just this one move literally just changed something and honestly like if you if you do switch careers and you're like damn i don't like this one hey guess what there's another one right there's a whole nother one so keep going sis or bro you know <laughs> not bro <laughs> um yeah and they're gonna look at it yeah i'm in the medical field now i don't think i would leave though even with my businesses like doing very well i enjoy it and it's like it's become a part of me yes my businesses are my main focus and if i did have to i would definitely like you know go part-time like like medical field and then like work on my businesses full-time but like i don't know like i definitely want to like even if I have to volunteer, like do volunteer work, like mm -hmm. I want to end up in newborn, like even if it's just like I want to work in the maternity field, yeah, with all the mommies and the babies. <laughs> That's where I want to be. Like even if I like, even if it's me, because I can't give them enough hours, just volunteering to just hold the babies. Mm -hmm. I will do that and help the moms. Like I'm all, I'm all for that. You all for that. Me too. I've been thinking about the medical field, so I'm gonna have to like talk it. to you soon. Mahala at you, girl. Yeah, like I like I don't know. There's something about mothers and children that like they they hold like a really really soft spot for me. Of course. Yeah. And the newborn babies. They how could you not? They just melt your. Maybe heart. I need to become a doula. Mm. <laughs> nah, I couldn't. She'd be like, the baby's coming. I'd be like, oh shit, oh, hold on. Wait, let me call people. Hold on. <laughs> Shit, fuck. Close my eyes now. I would panic. I'd be like, oh my god, there's a baby coming out of your vagina right now. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I can't breathe. And that's. I could see you doing that. Oh my gosh. I always say it. I'm like, I want to be in the room, like with my friends or like someone has a baby. But in reality, I'd be like, holy. I'd be the friend that's going to stand at your vagina, like, holy shit. That's oh, a head. I'm like, so that's what it looks and the like. The doctor's like, the doctor would literally be looking at me. I'd be like, so, I'd be like, wait, did did her asshole just tear? Like, oh, she did not just. Say I'd be like, oh my god, your your vagina just tore. Does it hurt? Did it burn? Are you okay? Does it hurt? Push a little harder. We breathe. Yeah. I would forget to breathe. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would be so dramatic. Like, I'm good with certain stuff, but I don't know. There's something about that childbirth that, like, I don't know. That might that might not sit well on my stomach. Yeah. Cause, I can relate. Because I'd start thinking about it. I'd be like, wait. That, that's, that just came out of you? That's what I'm about to have to go through next. What? <laughs> oh. I would panic panic okay well with that with a, a career change we also have to remember to manage our finances right mm -hmm. so how do you manage yours i'm not gonna lie you don't manage them no like 
Okay, so like I manage them, but I don't manage them. Like, like you don't micromanage them. I'm gonna spend a bag and get it right back. Okay, sugar mama. Especially but mama. you know, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really manage. Okay, the way that I manage, I put my bills on auto pay. You put your bills on auto pay. Okay, what do you do for your savings? Like Is everything. Savings a part of your bill? No, I don't add that in a bill. Like you pay yourself, so your savings account. No, I don't. I don't look at it as paying myself. Okay. Because, well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Because my savings, I can't touch it. Mm -hmm. But so, like the way that I do it, like I have in the medical field, you have four hundred three b. So you can have a four hundred one k. You have four hundred three b. So you can, your your job matches you, whatever you put in. Mm -hmm. So I put into both, so that you know, when I'm, you know. When I decide to retire, I have, <laughs> I got both of those plus my savings and then I have a CD. All right. So for like myself, I take half of my paycheck and I put half of it into savings and then half of it are for my bills and whatever's left over is for me to spend. And then from that, every time I get paid, I take whatever I didn't spend and I put that into my savings and then I do the same thing with the, I would just repeat the cycle with the, the upcoming checks. Um, and then on top of that, I have, instead of a savings account, I have a money market and I also have a CD and then I have just a regular traditional 401k, not fancy like you. No, only, <laughs> like you have to be in the medical field to, <laughs> yeah, fancy. Um, I know I'd be checking it. I'd be like, Ooh, <laughs> and it's like, you can, you can kind of switch it. So they say if one month you want to put 30% of your paycheck in there. You can put 30 and your job matches it. Mm -hmm. So I like to switch it up. I don't like the adulting thought of having to like manage my finances. Mm -hmm. Like when I want to spend, I just want to spend. Mm -hmm. But I spend responsibly. Right. Like I don't, I don't be like, oh, let me just spend all this and then just hope for the best. <laughs> but you know, my, you know, spend a check and get it right back mentality definitely needs to calm the fuck down. Because the other day I was looking, I was like shopping and I had like place an order, my vacation order. And I was like, did I really just spend all this money? And then I was like, maybe not. Maybe, maybe you should chill out next week, Brittany. It, it, maybe you should chill out for the month, Brittany. Yeah. You know? Maybe I can't. I hate when I, I like beat myself up when I like spend like small money. Like, like I went to flames today. My beef patty was three fifty. I was like, wow, I could have, I probably could have made a sandwich instead of getting this beef patty. Nope. When it comes to food, it's <laughs> listen, that burger was worth $10 and 50 cents. Was it though? Yeah. Because it filled my belly. Oh my gosh. That reminds me. I need to use my American express Uber eats code. You get $15 every month just for having an American Express card on Uber for Uber. Uber was charging Uber Eats. Mind you, I never ordered through Uber Eats before. I don't like, I'm I'm afraid of DoorDash. I don't do any of those. Why? I'm, I don't know. There's something about them that freaks me out. What are you afraid of? I don't know. Like, Brittany. just something, something about it. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like somebody's going to eat my food. And it's like, if I dare know that they ate my french fry. I'm like, gonna pray that you choke. The 
the restaurant seals it with a sticker. But it just still doesn't sit right with me. Like, I just think of, like, what if their car is dirty? Like, one, uh. time, one time I seen a guy pull it out of his trunk, like, and it's like, what if he had, like, old gym socks in his trunk? I don't know. Those companies just don't sit right with me. You know, when you think of it, about it that way, you're right. It sounds disgusting. Like, I just, I, I freak out, like, when people are like, let's do DoorDash, I'm like, I know a few people that do work for DoorDash and their cars are not that good. See, like, like the inside, or like the cup holders nasty and they ain't clean ah! it. They're ashing their they weed, their your... cigarettes, and they have my drinks. Like sitting... a drink sitting there, and we all know them cups is not durable. They be, exactly. They be leaking after like two hours. Like, exactly. Damn. Like I, those companies do not sit right with me. But Uber was charging me like ten dollars a month, and I'm like, what the hell? Ten dollars a month for what? For Uber Eats something. I don't know. What would you want? Uber Eats Plus? <laughs> I don't know. You was just clicking something, just be clicking it. Then she realized she's paying something no, that she don't need. That was another thing. Actually, with managing finances, do you know how many subscriptions <laughs> that I like? I was going through my banks. I'm like, what the? I'm like, what is this? Thirty dollars? Where's this going? And it was like I called the bank. The lady was like, girl, you've been paying for this for like nine months. Wow. I'm like, what is it? She's like, I don't know. I'm uh, like, delete that shit. Uh, and so then like they refunded me all my money. But like. Oh, they did? Yeah. Wow. Well, um, that's a nice bank. Yeah. But like subscriptions. Like, hey, you, you clicked it. <laughs> I had so many subscriptions to so many places. And I was spending like at least $150 a month just mm -hmm. on subscriptions that I didn't even know I was signed up for. Mm. I I try to like look at my what is that? I try to look at my bank statement like at least once a month to make sure that everything that's on there I actually spend. Cuz I have I did have one transaction, maybe two, maybe three. You know, one, two or three that I did not I did not authorize, I did not actually do it. So the bank gave me my money back. Yeah. Easy peasy, let me squeezy. That's like the time I looked at my account and somebody spent $100 at Cumberland Farms. How the fuck do you spend $100 at Cumberland Farms? $100. $100. Are you sure it wasn't like the gas like transaction? No, it was, it was 100 It was 100 Wow, that's crazy. They gave my money back. And you didn't go to Cumberland Farms? I did go to Cumberland Farms, but I didn't spend 100 What'd you do? I got gas, but I didn't spend 100 and the gas came out too? It was like, it was my charge and then it was a $100 charge. Mm. Somebody must have got free gas. I don't know. But Somebody must have got free gas on Not on me. Because <laughs> I got my money back. I said, who the... F maybe, maybe now you might spend some premium uh, if you buy in premium gas. Oh yeah, this dude in front of me, he had a... What was that? BMW X7. Dude spent like $157 on gas. I was that's like last night when I was going home. I was like, hey, you know. You want 15 miles? No, I was like, I was like, your gas is a little low. You want me to put gas in it? He was like, no, I'll put gas in in the morning. I was like, great. And what? then I was like, I was looking at the premium price. I said, who the hell is paying this premium price? Oh, blah, blah, blah. I said, I almost dropped $100. And the car ain't even mine. No. And then I would have had to turn around and put gas in my car. I was sick. Yeah. But... I didn't have to spend that hundred dollars. Good. Yeah. Good. Like my thing is, and what I only think about, I'm like, all right, 
I could spend this hundred dollars on something else. I could buy clothes. I could put this toward the bag. I could buy this. Like, and that's my problem. I don't like spending certain money because I'm like, I could buy shoes. Like, I could buy a new pair of sneakers. And that's 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 my downfall. My eyes gotta stop shopping so much. I need to go to therapy. Let me look up some therapy places for shop at Shopaholic. <laughs> Whenever I'm having a bad day, I need to go to AA for shopping. Like, I get, like, I have a bad day. First thing I'm like, I need to go buy a bag. For what? Okay. 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 Or I need a new pair of shoes. I'm going to go shopping. That's right. that's such a bad mentality to have. Yeah. It's okay. You only have one life to live, you know? That's what I was like. So. I blame my dad. No, I blame my dad for my shopping problem. My dad used to take me shopping every single Friday mm -hmm. or every weekend. Mm -hmm. Like, we were at the mall, and he was letting us get whatever we wanted. So it was like, you you set me up for this, okay? Right. You did this. <laughs> you created this. Yeah, and he, like, he tells me all the time, he's like, you shop too much. And I'm like. And what do you do? Excuse me. Or he'll be like, I, I think I got it from. He'll be like, I hate coming shopping with you. I always spend too much money. And I'm like, mm. bruh, you started this. Right. I'm just continuing it. <laughs> the hell? All right. So moving on to the question of the day, we got asked by one of our subscribers. Thanks for subscribing, by the way. What? What advice would you give your younger self if you could, mm. and why? Mm. Oh, that's heavy. Um, advice that I would give my younger self, and why? This is a heavy question, I feel like. Um, I would definitely say everything's going to be okay. You know, prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. Um everything's gonna be okay um learn yourself spend time with yourself it's okay to be alone you don't have to you know you can go out your comfort zone um put yourself first um believe in actions not words mm, i heard that one um i heard that one don't settle mm, i heard that one too there's always there's there's always gonna be people who take advantage of you, mm -hmm. but I always know there's gonna be people who are going to know who you are and what you are the moment they meet you. Um, there's so much that I would tell myself. Yeah, this is a lot. I would say, you know, you're a beautiful individual. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Mm. And I heard um, that. She speak said up. Said. Speak up for yourself. Uh huh. Um, don't let anybody dull your light. Yes. Um, I would say. Go ahead, you know, B. Nicole. Go ahead. Make make noise. You you don't even have to make noise. You can be the loudest one in the room without even opening your mouth. I heard that. I heard um, that. And there's so much more I would tell myself. But those are. You could write a book. You should be an author. You should consider it. For real. Maybe one day. You have a good story. Maybe one day. Not like good, but. You know, I'm, I want to write a book one day about grief. 
that's that if i write a book it's gonna be about grief and yeah. how to how to get through it yeah i mean i'm still not you know completely through it but people don't realize you grieve a lot of like you don't just have to grieve someone who died you can grieve someone walking this earth mm-hmm. and they say like they say divorces are harder than like it's hard like people they it's it's like oh it's i don't know how to say it like divorce is equivalent to losing someone i've heard of that before yeah like i, I, think I, I just heard that i don't know how they word it but like you know, getting into, like, people don't realize you can grieve someone who's literally, you can grieve a friendship. Like, you can literally grieve so many things that people don't realize that you can grieve. Like, people like, oh, you can only grieve if the person dies and they're just never coming back. No, you can grieve friendships, relationships, any ships. Like, you can grieve anything. I can definitely relate to that. But if I ever write a book, it's gonna be about grief. And it's gonna be, obviously, losing a sibling, but, you know. I'm gonna read it. I'll tell my story. I'll talk about it one day. I keep saying I've made a promise. I'm going to talk publicly one day about what I went through, how, like, what I continue to go through. And, mm-hmm. you know. Whenever you're ready. I mean, I'm, I'm nah. <sighs> I mean, I'm always going to cry. But, like, yeah. my thing is, I'm like, people see me cry. I don't know. But then the news, you know, they got me. They, they got me on the news right. crying. I was about to literally say, had the ca- people see you Literally cry, had baby. the camera in my face. And I was like, no, they didn't. Oh. I was just like, they, they didn't have to do me like that. They seven, who was it? Seven News, NBC. I was like, freaking, damn, girl. All of them. I'm like, bro, am I crying? <laughs> At least it wasn't like the ugly cry. My makeup was dead and my hair was done. <laughs> but I was like, not me publicly on the news. Multiple news stations crying. I know. You Google my name, that video <laughs> comes video up. up. <laughs> and then even with that, like I would say, you know, your brother, he wants you to, he wants you to live. Because obviously, you know, my younger self didn't know that was gonna happen. But yeah, what would you tell your younger self? Um, if I could go back in time and talk to my younger self I think that like just the one thing just to narrow it down the one thing that I would say is that you don't know everything I feel like I would tell myself that too I feel like I feel like period like you don't know everything and that's for like your younger self your authoritative figures don't know everything but they do advise you of things and it's like you know you were, you know, young and dumb in some ways, and you're like, oh, you said that? No, I already know that. Da, 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 da. Like, yeah, this little boy's gonna break my heart, ba, ba, ba. And, or like, just small things. Like, I always used to tell myself, I don't have any real friends. Meaning that all the people that you met, like, back in high school, like, those ain't your friends. My dad used to say that all the time to me. I'm like, why is this dude saying that? Yeah. Why? My mom used to be like, them little heifers ain't your friends. (laughs) But now I get it. Like, okay, yeah, they they were not my friends. Like, okay. And looking back at it, I really wish that I just didn't know it all. I really, I really would. Well, you feel like you, you wish you didn't feel like you knew it all. Right. But everyone feels like they know it all at some point. Even, like you said, parents, they feel like they know it all. No, Mm -hmm. ma'am, you're learning how to parent while you're raising me. Like, 
and parents don't realize we're raising them while they're raising us we're yeah. like it's it's a learning experience for the both of us you've especially with that first child you've never experienced parenting you're right. still learning your child's but your child's helping you be able to learn mm-hmm. and we're both learning from each other right they don't realize that they don't realize that and it's it sucks especially like this generation they're dealing with a lot like as a parent you're gonna deal with a lot especially with the social media now added into the mix on top of every other thing that you should be doing or are expected to be doing as a parent in today's society it's like wow like you're competing with a lot and it's a lot to handle i think that both the parent and the child should be in therapy so that they can navigate it together because Mm -hmm. i've seen i've seen a child like she just doesn't even know how to talk about her emotions and it's unfortunate because she should know how to talk about her emotions Mm -hmm. and like we're in an era right now where it's like that's okay like it's okay to talk about your emotions and how you're feeling and et cetera et cetera but like if you don't know how you were never taught because you know you're your authoritative figure doesn't really know how to do that it's like okay mm-hmm. well now i'm just stuck and it's like yeah. damn like i can't do that because i really wasn't taught to do that i feel like for myself it's I've been redevelop- learning it's lot. like redeveloping like not redeveloping but it's in a sense redeveloping your brain yeah to then learn something yeah. a different behavior yeah it like, really is i dealt with a person who literally did not know how to control their emotions and like they would literally just like spaz out and they would say whatever they felt they felt in that moment but then after it's like you can't take words back Mm -hmm. so it's like they they would say certain stuff and then they would think about it and they're like damn i should not have said that but Mm -hmm. it's like it's too late now but they ruined they ruined a lot of you know situations for themselves because they got upset all they knew was to just like hurt and then it was like after the fact it was like damn i fucked up Mm mm-hmm and again you need to get that help to redevelop your brain to realize that like okay i have a problem i need to figure out how to express emotions and go from there i agree i really do agree and that's that's like a huge thing i think we actually really need to we should make an entire separate episode for therapy and emotions there everybody needs therapy i don't care what they say i think so a lot of people like get it confused like get therapy confused with oh you're just broken yeah like no everybody's broken in a way like people don't realize people don't realize how much childhood traumas affect you like i i don't care to say it i go to therapy um my therapist has said certain things to me and i've literally broke down and started crying because it was like something from my childhood that I didn't realize was something, was something. Mm. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like, my whole life, I've been living with this, not realizing. And you just, you feel like, you feel a weight just lifting off of you. Like Because it makes sense. It like, makes now sense. Now it makes sense because you're saying that, now I'm connecting the dots. And it's like, damn. Yes. That's why I felt that way that whole time. It's yes. like, okay, wow, I'm getting it now. Okay, damn. Like, my therapist said something to me one day. She was like, you, you're defensive. So, like, you try to, you don't want to get hurt. So, you, you get into defense mode Mm -hmm. so that you don't get hurt. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and then she's like, this came like this. And then she would ask me questions a certain way and it would get it out. And I'm like, you know what? Light bulb. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. And I'm like, literally, I was freaking five when that happened. Like, <laughs> how, how does that affect me at 26? Right. And I'm like, that's crazy. It is crazy. But everybody should seek therapy, honestly. They should. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. And if you are watching, Mm. don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Mm. You know, you know what she said. Hashtag. She said said what she said. said. Don't hear my finger stuck. Don't hear my finger stuck. <laughs> oh my god, Brittany. Don't you don't, don't, don't turn it. Did you get it out? Wait, don't Yeah, yeah, freaking feeling you. Call out, put the sexiest heels for you.